We all have had a share of enemies in our lifetime. There are enemies who oppose us because of differences in opinion or those who are envious of our successes or who despise our stand for Jesus Christ. We may only see the person who opposes us at the workplace or perhaps someone who has betrayed us as our enemy. But we must know who our real enemy is so we can be prepared. The Apostle Paul stated in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, that is human flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Our real enemy is Satan, our adversary, and his wicked hosts. Therefore, it is important that we know and understand the strategies he uses in his attempt to defeat us. We are not to be ignorant of his devices. We are to keep watch and guard ourselves from incoming attacks. During the post-exilic period in Israel's history, there was a Jewish man named Nehemiah. While in captivity, he was the cupbearer to the king who at that time ruled over the Persian Medes and kingdom. As a cupbearer, he became the king's confidant and regarded as a high-ranking official in the kingdom. The previous Persian king had conquered Babylon and all its inhabitants, which included all the captives from Israel who also issued a decree that permitted the Jewish captives to return to their land and rebuild their temple. In Nehemiah chapter 1, we read how Nehemiah had a strong desire and determination to help his people in Israel to rebuild their city and the wall surrounding it. For he had heard after inquiring about the work that had begun in Jerusalem that the people were in great distress. Though the rebuilding of the temple was completed, the wall, its gates, and the entire city laid in waste. Nehemiah mourned for many days, fasting and praying, seeking the Lord and what he should do. Throughout the book, Nehemiah is seen as a man of prayer, which is so essential in the life of a believer, and in particular those in leadership then and now. In answer to prayer, the current king granted Nehemiah permission to go to Jerusalem and help his people. The king gave him governing authority not only to lead the company of men and soldiers traveling with him, but over the entire region and the rebuilding project. However, Nehemiah came across much opposition when his plan to help the people became known upon his arrival in Jerusalem. We should know that as Christians, every time we take a step of obedience to do what the Lord is leading us to accomplish, we will always face opposition from within and without. So after investigating for himself and assessing the damage, Nehemiah gathered together all the people of Israel and revealed to them the purpose of his visit. They determined to help him with time and resources for the task that laid before them. They each worked side by side to accomplish the work, 
how critical it is for Christians to unite in God's work, even during troublesome times. In Nehemiah chapter 4, when Israel's enemies, who were also living in the land of Israel during this time, heard that they were rebuilding the city and the wall, they were furious and very resentful. They set out to frustrate their plans by mocking, ridiculing, and intimidating them, hoping to discourage them from the work. So often we encounter cynics who attempt to discourage us from following the Lord and from applying ourselves to the work the Lord calls us to do. One of the devil's greatest strategies is to bring discouragement in order to stop us from doing God's work. We can become discouraged not only by what others are saying against us, but also when things are not working out in our timing as we had hoped. This then tempts us to give up and quit. As believers in Christ, we need to remember that our hope and help come from the Lord. Therefore, our eyes are to be focused on Him. When we take our worries, fears, and frustrations to the Lord in prayer, spending time in His Word, choosing to trust in Him, we can overcome discouragement. The psalmist David stated that when wrongly accused, he gave himself to prayer. As his enemies treated him wrongfully without cause, he meditated on God's Word. This daily practice in our lives will keep our eyes on the Lord and alert to the tactics of the enemy. The people of Israel realized their enemies posed a real danger to their lives, and they became afraid. For many of us, this is our default setting. Upon hearing bad news, fear can overcome us. Fear is a natural response, but it's what we do with the fear that often determines the outcome. Nehemiah encouraged the people to remember that the great and awesome God was with them. As believers, we are to do spiritual battle on our knees. We are to remember who is the one on our side. Fear, whether real or imagined, is another strategy our enemy will use in his battle against us. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control. In the scriptures, God has stated over 365 times not to fear or be afraid. One for each day as a reminder. For the one on our side is the Lord God, the great I Am, the Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth, who has promised to never leave us nor forsake us. So if God is for us and with us, who can defeat us? No one nor anything formed against us can triumph over us unless we permit it. The enemy may huff and puff, but he cannot blow our house down without God's permission. God fights for us. Therefore, take up your shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. The fiery darts can come as fear, doubt, or unbelief. Make a conscious choice to trust the Lord when facing difficult circumstances.
Nehemiah and every one of the builders had his sword girded at his side as they built. They were ready for anything. We must take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, when in the heat of battle. Ask God to help you take the time necessary to know His Word and then for the wisdom to know how to apply it to your daily life. Nehemiah has set up half the group of men to do the work while the other half held spears from daybreak until evening, and he also had a group ready during the night. This spoke of being ready and watchful at all times. Jesus exhorted his disciples to watch and pray so that they wouldn't fall into temptation, for he knew what they were about to face. Many have fallen into various temptations because they have failed to be alert to the spiritual dangers in their Christian journey. The Bible states the devil, our adversary, is like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour, that is, destroy. The devil comes to steal our joy, to kill our hope, and to destroy our faith in the Lord. Beware of his deception. Eve ate the forbidden fruit when through deception the devil caused her to doubt God's word and his goodness. He twisted what God had said. Therefore, it is so important that we know the word of God. Never let your guard down. Any soldier engaged in warfare will stay alert and never lay down their weapons. We are to never forsake God's truth as we encounter the daily threat of satanic trickery and deceit. The builders, along with Nehemiah, completed the work in 52 days despite the opposition they had to endure. Nehemiah's life was one of dependence on God for everything. Therefore, the Lord granted him protection wherever he went and success in all the work he purposed in his heart to do for the Lord. The same can be true for us today. We as Christians will encounter spiritual battle, which will not end until Jesus takes us home to live with him forever. Therefore, recognize and know the real enemy and always be on guard with the proper weaponry as laid out for us in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. Take time today to read and meditate on it. Be ready in the power of the Holy Spirit to confront whatever comes your way.